1: hey hey, waffle gang i do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting a like that subscribe maybe that notification bell too or hugely helps out so thank you for spending your time with me today and let's crack on with today's first story now today's first story comes from bucfuc who says i 34 male think my wife 32 female is cheating on me i travel a lot for work i'm usually gone tuesday through thursday three times a month my wife is a stay-at-home mother for our two children three and five we have a nanny that helps out four days a week during the day so that my wife can take care of her errands and shopping about six months ago i caught my wife in a lie not a big lie just her telling me she was somewhere when i knew she wasn't it bothered me but not to the point where i was extremely concerned Then a week before the 4th of July, I came home early from a trip. I wanted to surprise her. The next day was the anniversary of the day we had met. I had also received a fairly large bonus two weeks earlier and was going to surprise her with a trip I booked for us to go to St. Martin for a week. It was late when I got in from the airport, around 11.30 p.m. and we had FaceTimed about three hours earlier so I could see her and the kids. She never mentioned anything about going out that night. When I got home, the nanny was there. She said to me that my wife had left about an hour and a half ago. I texted my wife, asked her what she was up to, and she responded saying she was about to go to bed. I said, that's funny because I just got home and you are not here. When she got home, she was telling me that she was just out with two of her friends. She named them and just didn't want me upset that she wasn't home with the kids. Usually one of our parents would watch the kids at night. we had never used a nanny before. I didn't really buy her excuse. I had no proof and she wasn't admitting to anything. The next day I ordered a GPS tracker for a vehicle. I haven't told her about it and since then I've caught her in several lies. I'm not even trying to set her up. She's just telling me she is at one place and I can see she is clearly not. Should I confront her with what I did and why she is lying to me? Or hire a private investigator to get proof of infidelity if it is happening? and op updated the same post with several little updates so i'm going to try and find some comments that were before the updates as well and i think some additional information from op so op said she's gone to the same location four times now and spent from two to four hours parked there i drove by there and it's not a place i would think she would go there is a roofing contractor a tile store and a pool supply store in the complex Our house is very new we have no need for any of those The place is definitely out of the way, and across town from where we live, about 30 minutes. Definitely a place you could park and get picked up by someone. Okay, I've spoken with the PI. I gave him access to the GPS and gave him details of where she's been going and where I'm usually out of town. Now I just have to wait. So we can already see that a private investigator is going to get involved. Nicole Nicola9 says, I got a tracker and found out the truth in 48 hours. It will shock you how quickly you have your answer. Not legal in many states, so do not divulge that piece. Since you're unmarried, I'd then hire a PI for photo proof in case you pursue separation. If you can afford it, just go the PI route instead of opening yourself up to the legal issue with a tracker. To which OP replies saying, okay, I just researched a little about the legality of a GPS tracker. In my state, it seems it is legal as long as you own the property that is being tracked. I think I'll we'll probably still get a PI to get more evidence or hopefully prove nothing is happening. And then OP came in with one more, which said, I appreciate all the input, even though it makes me feel worse about my situation. I've reached out to a private investigator who will wait and see what he finds out before making any other decisions. Thank you so now we're going to move on to that first little update which says i hired a private investigator gave him a lot of information my wife has been acting normal all day we had plans tonight i canceled told her i was not feeling well which is the truth i don't think anything else will happen until i leave tuesday morning i plan on calling my friend who is an attorney on monday even though he is not a divorce lawyer i'm sure he can point me in the right direction thanks for all the kind words and a few not so kind i'll update when the pi does his thing update so i hired a private investigator to follow my wife when i left on tuesday he first followed her to the grocery store he said he saw her purchase two visa gift cards he told me that could be how she is paying the nanny for the extra time without giving her a check or cc she left the house for a second time around 12:30 pm and went to the same location she has been going to he witnessed a black mercedes suv pull up and she got in He followed the vehicle to a gated community where he lost sight of them. He was not able to view the driver due to the dark tint. He has a realtor license and used that to get in, but by the time he got to the house, they were already inside. They were there for three and a half hours. He then saw my wife and another lady leave the house in the same vehicle. He followed them back to where my wife's car was parked. She went home and didn't leave the rest of the day. Wednesday, she went to a few shops with the kids. That night around 9.15, I FaceTimed her and the kids around 8.30. She left and went to the same location. She again met with the same woman. This time they went to a restaurant and ate for a little over an hour, then back to her house at 1.15am. She was again dropped off at her car and then went home. So there was no guy involved at least this week, but she never told me she was going out for dinner or anything. I really don't know what to do now. The PI was pretty expensive. I'm not sure I want to hire him again. Not sure if I should confront or or just try to get more information on my own. Update. So these last few weeks have been difficult. I kept the PI following her when I've been out of town. It has been the same thing. She meets at the same place and the same woman picks her up. This Wednesday, they went to dinner instead of her house. The PI got a photo of them embracing and a single kiss when they got to the place where my wife parks the kiss is not something just friends would do this is the first real evidence i have gotten other than just strong suspicion i flew home a day early and last night i confronted her with the photos i didn't tell her how i got them that i had hired a pi i asked her to explain why she was cheating and how long it has been going on she basically denied everything and said they were just friends she then tried to accuse me of spying on her and invading her privacy I couldn't believe it even with the photos of her lying she wanted to blame me i haven't moved forward with a divorce or anything yet i'm still hoping she will come clean and tell me the truth and there was a comment which i must have accused op of like mistrusting his wife etc and op replied to that saying if you say so i never mistrusted her until she started lying this really caught me off guard and due to travel for work i really had no way to find out if she was cheating maybe there were better ways to go about it i didn't want to leave her just for a simple lie and i really needed to know like i said in other posts i had removed the gps and no longer using the pi i got all the information i needed and unfortunately that was the last update to this post and I can only assume that they're going to break up in the end and get a divorce. I mean, they may work out, who really knows? But it doesn't feel like it from what I'm reading here. You know, she was confronted the first time about it and said, you know, no, it's just a friend and didn't want you to get upset that I was using a nanny, etc. But then continued to do the same behavior afterwards and lie about it as well, not saying, you know, I know you were upset last time, so I'll let you know I'm going out with a friend. You know, it's just coming back at 1 15 a.m etc kissing which was said by the private investigator not to be like a normal friendship kiss or whatever it was said but getting a private investigator involved very very interesting what do you guys make of this one i really do wonder if being a private investigator is an interesting job or not i think i would personally love it but i'm not sure <laughs> have we got any in the comments let me know and let's move on to another story And our next story comes from daddy doesn't want to go who says, am I the asshole for being whipped for my wife enough to get a trip replaced? I, 28 male, have five kids with my wife, 32 female. Please don't come after us with how many kids we have. I work roughly 50 hours a week, 10 hour days, Monday to Friday, and my wife is a stay at home mom. She does the majority of everything, cleaning, cooking, everything minus the shopping, which my wife orders online and I pick up at the store. So here's the am I the arsehole scenario. My work schedule's a work bonding fishing trip from Friday night to Sunday over the summer. I said no way I'm going for the following reasons, despite my wife telling me to go and have fun. First of all, every Saturday I schedule my wife for some type of treat yourself appointment and send her on a mini shopping spree slash kiddo free morning to do what she wants with one rule, no kid shopping. It's about her and her only. Second, I'm not leaving my wife for two nights and a day for fishing and getting drunk. If I want to go fishing, I'll take the five-year-old twins with me to give my wife less to juggle and create some memories. Third, the ladies that work at the office feel excluded because they don't like the fishing trip because they feel excluded. Fourth, they call it a stag weekend, despite no one getting married. And I don't trust that phrasing. Especially since they are going fishing they're a very popular college-age vacation spot known for bars and wasted weekend shenanigans. So my co-workers have been calling me whipped since I said no, and saying that they give them a chance to know me better, since I don't go out with them on Wednesdays when they go to the bar and have always missed the trip. All my co-workers all have wives, kids, or significant others, so I recommend we do a family camp out during the planning meeting. It would cost the same amount and, and do these blow-up things on the lake boating if you have one skis etc and do a cookout kind of deal with family activities with my work renting small cabins for families to use my regional manager who was at the meeting and loved it even more than the fishing trip gave me a yearly bonus to plan this family event every year instead of my co-worker who gets one to plan the fishing trip now my co-workers are calling me whipped and more bs names and i'm mad that their wives are happy about my idea Their wives have even emailed me about a mum Saturday morning idea, like my wife has, and I added it into the plan. And I'm mad their stag weekend is cancelled and quote, spend a work-paid trip babysitting. So Reddit, am I the asshole for getting a work trip cancelled and replaced with a family-friendly event? edit for clarity. I also included the child-free co-workers of mine in the planning and said, if they need a break or are getting overwhelmed, they're more than welcome to borrow my boat for relaxing without kids or for more extreme water sports. Now we're gonna dive straight into the comments on this one because there was a couple of controversial ones first. which I will cover straight away as requested by you guys. So it's from Father Fatpants who says you're the arsehole for being terrified to take time for yourself. Taking out the purpose of this trip and including your first two points, you refuse to leave your wife for a weekend while sharing her with things here and there. Guess what? You get to have time for yourself too. You are not the arsehole for parting on this trip but you are ignoring your needs whether you realize it or not over your wife's. You need a break too. It took me years to get my wife to take a weekend with her and her friends. You know what? She thanked the hell out of me when she got back. Parents need to prioritize their mental health so they don't burn out. I do hate this is a work boys' trip and that is some bullshit. At some point though, you and your wife need to take time for yourselves. Lastly, dude, 5 at 28. Not giving you hate, but for fuck's sake, it's going to be hard with a little time for yourselves. Even if the oldest is 10. You are looking at endless times of not being allowed to be yourself, which is not good for your psyche. The Cardinal 74 says not the asshole for not wanting to go. Kudos for you for putting family first and I admire your devotion to your wife. You're the asshole for taking it away from everyone else. It's not your place to tell them they can't spend time away from their families. It's something even your wife was fine with and encouraged, but you put your personal opinion over everyone else's, and because the regional manager agreed with you, they lost something they looked forward to and enjoyed. You could have just said, have fun without me, you're the arsehole. Castellisi says it's not babysitting if it's your own children, you're being considerate to your wife and it sounds like you're a good husband, you're not the arsehole. The Misfit says, not the arsehole. You came up with an idea that would benefit everyone and not leave anyone left out. I find it weird that a workplace would even have such an exclusive fishing trip to begin with. I'd bet the women have been trying to get the trip changed for years, but no one would listen to them. It definitely sounds like they felt left out. If the fishing trip is that important to them, they can still go and pay for it themselves. Literally nothing is stopping them from doing so. The fact that they see having to spend the weekend with their kids as babysitting tells me all I need to know about them. OP replied that saying a couple of the women love deep sea fishing, they just don't like the dudes. The dudes at my office are definitely those career over home type, so when I joined, they were shocked I didn't want to go drinking or do the fishing trip and now i'm going to turn this one straight to you guys what do you guys make of this situation could you agree with any of the controversial statements there and it was mainly like opie taking time for himself or do you totally agree that it's just you know not the arsehole let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from significant Sort 153 who asks, Am I the asshole for giving a family heirloom to my second daughter-in-law instead of my first as promised? I, 54 female, have four kids. Milo, 27 male, Dylan, 25 male, Sean, 22 male, and Tanya, 18 female. Milo and Dylan are married. Milo's wife, Olivia, married my son three years ago, while Dylan's wife, Alison, married my son last year. I will be completely honest. I don't like Olivia, and she doesn't like me either. I don't like how she behaves, how she dresses, and how she looks, and she has called me Snoopy and Controlling because I care for my son and visit him regularly. They are child free, and while I know I understand that it was my son's choice too, I know that it was because Olivia refused to lose her body over a man or a baby, which for me was completely egotistical and selfish. If my son is not in the house, she doesn't open the door. Mind you, my son bought that house alone. She says that since we don't have a relationship, I don't need to be there if my son's not there. And what's worse, he agrees. She's only close with my husband, which is totally inappropriate and I don't like it. Alison is totally different. We're close, we share a lot of interests, and she does try to have a relationship with me. She's super sweet and caring. She's appropriate and we can spend hours and hours together watching series, knitting or cooking and having fun. Now, my husband's family has a beautiful ring that's been passed down for at least 200 years. It's supposed to go to the wife of the first son during their fifth anniversary. That's why it's mine. It's emotionally and monetary invaluable. I know it's supposed to go to Olivia, but she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't even know about it and I think it's my right to give it to Alison since she's also the wife of my sons and will have children to pass it down. I made the mistake of commenting about it with my husband and he went incredibly mad. He said that the ring belongs to his family and it should be Olivia's whether I like it or not. I tried to talk some sense into him but he reminded me that while Olivia might not know about the ring, Milo does and he'll be expecting the ring in two years. I said we could offer to buy another ring for him but he said no and called me an arsehole he said that if i don't give it to her he will since he has all the papers and legally the ring is his am i the arsehole i think it's totally reasonable that the ring goes to alison because she's still the wife of one of my sons holy moly where do we start with this one now i'm gonna skip straight over all the actual judgmentalness from mother-in-law in this post because that is absolutely winding me up i'm sure the comments will cover that in just a second you know the rules is that the right word for an heirloom you know the rules of this heirloom that you said has been passed down for 200 years and is supposed to go to the wife of the first son during their fifth anniversary and that's why it was passed on to you yet you think you can change the rules of this because she doesn't deserve it because you don't like her and you have the bloody cheek to call her egotistical and selfish because you know they decided together that they want to be child free you also talk about how she behaves how she dresses and how she looks And then you're like, oh, and she like has the cheek to call me snooping and controlling because I care for my son and visit him regularly. No, you're probably overstepping your boundaries time and time again. And good for her for having those boundaries because it sounds like clearly she needs them. Absolutely. You're the asshole to me in this situation from what I'm reading. But professional sir says you're the asshole. I started reading this and I got really angry. You remind me of my mother-in-law. God, I hate people like you and her you are so awful and judgmental of your daughter-in-law you need to get over yourself you visit them regularly to do what check on how clean the house is that if milo is fed do everyone a favor stop picking favorites it won't end well and find yourself a hobby these processes. says what i read my firstborn is married to an objectively gorgeous woman and i can't handle losing my precious son to a woman who is confident in her skin and isn't afraid to show it my second son is married to a more plain Jane type who isn't threatening to me and doesn't make me jealous. So am I the arsehole for wanting to break a 200 year old family tradition of my husband's because I'm a grown adult who's jealous of my son's wife? Yes, lady, you're the asshole. Information relation says you're the arsehole. I agree with your husband. The ring is a family heirloom from his side of the family. So if he wants Olivia to get the ring, then she should get the ring. Not fair for you to just switch things up because you don't get along with her. Seems like you're the only one who has an issue with her. To which Urok says, OP is you're the asshole. But can we take a moment to appreciate how the husband's family has set up their heirloom's path of succession to safeguard it from leaving his family? There are so many heirloom stories on here. My favorite topic, that Myrtle asshole slash not the arsehole lines, where a spouse widows or leaves and assumes ownership of the object because they find themselves above family traditions and family collective ownership. The wife of four years, already a duration test to begin with, is given the rights to wear and utilize the ring, but the husband is given the legal rights and legal ownership. This basically sets up a clawback scenario. If she leaves and he can set it up in his will to follow family succession protocol in case of his death. It's a very clever answer to keeping an heirloom from being hijacked. Substantial I says you're the asshole. Olivia has just as much right to the ring as you. Literally being in the same position as you on the family tree, one generation removed. I wonder why Olivia never made an effort to bond with someone as warm and judgment-free as you. <laughs> we feed the fire says you're the asshole. The ring is not your birthright or your heirloom. It belongs to your husband's family. You're the arsehole for your judgments of your daughter-in-law as being selfish and your dismissal of your son's child-free stance as being coercion by her, rather than respecting it as a decision too. You're the raging arsehole. Culmination says you're the asshole. You don't like her because she has completely appropriate boundaries for an adult woman in her home. Holy unmeshed mother-in-law from hell. Your son grew up, fell in love, got married and you are no longer the number one woman in his life. That is the natural order of things. Get some therapy about why you feel the need to be petty and controlling before you destroy your relationship with your son altogether. And Uwe says, yeah, you lost me when you said she was selfish for not wanting to give up her body for a man or baby. The concept of having a child is a selfish one. You are not entitled to have an opinion on their decisions regarding their family. The ring may be on your finger, but it is not yours to give out. Very bold of you to assume that you're the asshole. now i turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation do you have a different opinion on the matter as always i would love to hear it in the comments below and just a huge huge thank you for spending 20 or so minutes with me today getting involved in the channel your love support and time always means the absolute world to me if you want to get further involved join me on at mark narrations over on twitter share with me pictures of what you're up to whilst you're listening always love to see it. i've seen so many different things over the last couple of days we have a seem to have a like a a huge crochet is it crocheting community yeah (laughs) and people sending me loads of pet tags as well i'm hoping to include those in the videos at some point soon so be sure to get involved in those and just once again a huge thank you for being involved much love guys and i will see you in the next one Take care now. Goodbye.
0: Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, do my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a dead.